Thanks for downloading this week's episode. Deba, what's up, dude? Yo, what's going on, Alex? How you been, brother? I've been good, man. I'm good. I'm ready to talk some sports with you this week. But before we get started, I got to ask these beautiful people to please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at WestBoxScore. And don't forget our, about our compadre, Sonny Mano. He has a podcast too, right? Yeah, he does. It's called the Fox Raid Podcast. It's where vinyl meets culture. If we were to put it in three words, that's what it is. Right. That would be a hard pitch, right? Like, go yeah. download it right now. You want to hear about yeah. vinyl? You want to hear about culture? Boom! Sunday's got you covered yeah. on the Fox Crate Podcast. He's also on the IG. He's at the Fox Crate. And also, dude, that Discord is blowing up, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's taking off. People really loving it. People loving what we are doing there. People love joining the community that we have, getting to talk LA sports, getting to talk LA life. I know we have a lot of Angelinos in there. Shout mm-hmm. out to Brianna Parker, Nahum, Big Money Matt. And also, uh, former Angelinos now. Shout out to Billy Delgado up there in the area. Yeah, in the yay area. <laughs> and also, man, I got to ask you to please do us a favor. We have a now a referral link to yes. Sailor Brews Coffee, right? Yes, we do. You get 10% off your first order. We also have a promo code you can enter. WBS10 for 10% off on Sailor's Brew Coffee. Really good coffee, like single origin Ethiopian coffee and Jamaica Blue Mountain. Really good. Sailor's Brew Coffee helping you sail through the day storms. Safe sales, everyone. Yes, sir. That's some damn good coffee, I got to say. And if you use that code at checkout... You get 10% off your order. You also help this podcast out. So be sure it's a win-win. It's a no-brainer there, guys. How about your favorite sports podcast, which is this one, West Box Score. Get some delicious Sailor Brew coffee because it is good. It's it it really pull, you know, that taste matters, right? Like yes, it's it really you could tell the difference, man. I'm such a hardcore coffee drinker now that when I drink, like, I used to love McDonald's coffee, and I still do in a pinch, <laughs> right? Over Starbucks. Yeah. But this Sailor Brew, man, it just hits different. And it's true. It's good coffee. WBS10 at checkout. 10% off your first order. And you help out this podcast. So please do it when you can. So without further ado, it's time to start this week's show. This episode, gotta say it right off the bat, guys, all MLS Galaxy reopening full capacity episode here because as we're recording this, uh, the Dodgers will probably uh, are about to get started with their series against the San Diego Padres. And uh, by the time you're listening to this episode, the Dodgers would have already swept them in San Diego. So <laughs> are probably not. I gotta say real quick on that, on that front, the Dodgers... Uh, the Padres did a bit of a weird move, which is I can respect. I could say they did it earlier in the season where they had a bullpen game, mm-hmm. so they could they could have Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove go against against the Dodgers for this weekday series, this week series. So of course the Dodgers are going to fire back. They got Urias, Kershaw, Bauer, just an arms race right there for yeah. that series. Pretty nuts, right? Yeah, it's it's a pitcher's duel in all these games. So. You can't, I mean, again, I, if you're an, a baseball nut, like, you can't ask for, like, a better kind of matchup to happen than than just, like, six arms going at each other. So, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Getting his mas macho after this series. We'll find <laughs> out. So, obviously, we can't really, uh, you know, we could look forward to it, but why bother when there was, you could see it on your own as you're hearing this? Because I could tell you one thing, the Dodgers will take that series. 
We even with all the injuries on the on the offensive yeah. line. Why? Because I said so. No, just because I hope so. And honestly, yeah, me too. the Dodgers have so so many bats out of the lineup where it's really anybody's ball game. And yeah. anytime the Dodgers and Padres go up against each other, it's it's must watch. So we'll we'll talk about it next week because we will be watching, as I'm sure you listening will be watching. So we'll break down our what we noticed, what the, what. Roberts could have done differently. Why'd you leave him in so long? Why didn't you take him out when you should, you know? So we'll obviously recap that for you next week as we are, this is our recap episode. We got to recap grand reopening day at Dignity House Sports Park, right? D-Bot, you were there, man. Yes, I was there for the LA Galaxy versus the Seattle Sounders match. Big matchup already. Yeah, it was a big matchup. Though I was a little disappointed that they didn't put it on national TV. First national game not on national TV. Yeah, first Galaxy Spectrum. game not on national. Yeah, it's on Spectrum Sports. So, uh, but oh, and well. it was a battle of the behemoths, right? Two top of the table teams here. Pretty much, yes, it was. It was a really good um, game to go watch. Um, would have loved the win. Would have made it mm-hmm. better. Yeah. But definitely the energy of the f- crowd was amazing. Um, it, you totally felt that this was. I mean, again, I, I didn't get to go to reopening day for the Dodger Stadium, but I, I would think this is probably a really good, you know, second experience to that. Um, took me like 15, 20 minutes to finally par- find parking. So that was amazing. You know, there's there's things that you miss <laughs> that, you know, uh, it's kind of like a, in a weird way. It's like you, you hope they would not be there. But then when it's there, you're like, oh, that's right. Like, I forgot, like, I should get here a lot earlier. Um, but you know, it was great. I loved it. I thought it was great. The experience, the fans, the, the supporter sections being alive, um, just everything, you know, it took 20 minutes to get the food at halftime. I was like, yes, like, you know, we're getting back to normal. You know what I mean? COVID-19 is, is, is getting behind us, you know? So it's just those little things, those little things that you, you, you hate and love. I love how glass half full D-Bot is here on all this, man. These are all things I hated <laughs> before COVID. And I loved during the partial reopenings that it, the parking was a little bit easier to get in. The, mm-hmm. the you know, the, the seating wasn't as full. You could spread out your legs at your seats a little bit more. Yeah. Not, not anymore. COVID's not anymore, been defeated. Man. We've beaten we've beaten the invisible enemy. It's over. <laughs> the COVID doesn't exist anymore. You you we had I had uh, I had people walking up and down the stairs, blocking Ah, the view every couple of minutes. You know what I mean? There was a lady with her baby that would not stop crying. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Her brilliant idea was, let me walk up and down the stairs with the baby so that he could maybe stop crying. Because maybe it's because I'm sitting still. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, lady, go ahead and do that. Like, I right would love my view to be blocked every couple of minutes, you know, yeah. and not see how the foul <laughs> happened. You know what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. That that These are my nightmares. These are my yeah. <laughs> these are my nightmares. Congratulations. I'm glad we're reopened. To I'm tell you that even the guy that it's his job. To sell that cotton candy, it eventually added to the to the to the experience. It was kind of like really cool. You're gonna sell cotton candy right now after this lady passed up and down with her baby. <laughs> this other family just is walking by too. It it was funny. I oh, was man. like, oh wow, well. yeah, we're, really, se- we're we're back. <laughs> it's a series of unfortunate events right there in, the, in your seat location there, man. I'm sorry to hear that, dude. That sucks. But yeah, right. We're, you're looking at it half positively, half glass, half full as you are. 
We're back. It's 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 positive now. We're getting back to some normalcy. I mean, just look at the slate of sports that we have, right? Like, so everything's back up and running. Yeah. Every everything. Um, we have our MLS uh MLS back up from the international break. So going into this game, right, we knew it was gonna be a tough a tough slate against the yeah. top of the table team, right? Yes. At, at going into this game, I think Galaxy were third, maybe on the table. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, and they were undefeated at home, right? Yeah. Overall, Seattle undefeated, Galaxy undefeated at home. Something's got to give or a draw, and to right away the Galaxy right get, they draw a penalty. Chicha doing what he does, going down easy in the box as as he as a as a good little guy as yeah. he's supposed to do. Draw that penalty, man. Draw yeah. that penalty. And Sasha Kletchkin, man, giving it up for the old guys, man, yeah. burying the PK. He still got it. Yeah, old still the old guy still got it. He's never lost it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so big ups to to the Galaxy for getting getting the lead, right? Right away we think, dude, that's it. We're gonna play with some momentum. You know, set piece though. Set piece is what bit the bit the Galaxy on that first goal that Seattle scored. Yeah. A really clean header in, into the net. And man, then Rudy is doing what Rudias does in the second half, man. Just yeah. finding finding the finding the loose ball there. Yeah. Off another what was another set piece. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So two I, set pieces cost the galaxy. What go ahead, D-Bot. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it, and it's kind of interesting because the first goal, I mean, again, there was a lot of things that were happening that I mean the stadium was failing it with the refs. Like it was <laughs> insane. Um that first goal obviously was Jonathan Bond going for the ball which looked like it was already out of play. It was mm-hmm. on its way to be out of play. And as a goalkeeper, he said, let me catch the ball because it's a goal kick, like, at this point. But because the ball, I guess, hadn't touched the floor yet, and he caught it midair as it was already out of play, it was already over the line, the ref said, oh, no, because you grabbed it, and now you're out of bounds. We're giving this a corner. And that's what you're became right. the, the first that's goal, the which first was, goal you know, yeah. So, of course, like, the stadium's really pissed because they're like, dude, like, the ref, you you suck, ref. Like, you, the ball was already going out of bounds. Like, why did you do this, you know? And and then that happened. The second goal, same thing, set piece. I completely remember it because I was on stand six waiting for my pizza <laughs> because that's how crazy these lines were. <laughs> it was insane that it took 20 minutes to get my food. Um, and And I was like, oh, great, I missed the other goal live uh, in my seat and I watched it on the teleprompter but um yeah Rui Diaz man I mean that guy's a disruptor and ah uh, I was kind of like well we'll see and I thought it was like the 55th minute I was like all right cool yeah. like at least Plenty I'll come back to. and I'll watch the comeback and it'll happen in front of me because the goal is now in my side yeah. um but uh that didn't happen and the thing is that the galaxy had chances man like yeah. that's what was in uh, kind of getting frustrated is the galaxy had chances um, after that second goal, it felt like Seattle had the strategy of just doing soft fouls. Like, let's just foul them softly so we don't get carded. But it also gets called and it kills the time. So mm-hmm. then they started kind of really killing the time. And, uh, and momentum, Galaxy, right? Hmm? And momentum, right? Like, yeah, it build, did. It did. everything. It just stopped everything. And then the Galaxy just didn't really have much to give. But they had opportunities, man. It, it was just like, man, it was kind of frustrating to see that there was an opportunity to at least draw this match, which mm-hmm. I think overall was kind of like the result we were all hoping for. Obviously, in the second half, um, fans were not as energetic outside the supporter groups. And it's just because we were all nervous. 
we were all nervous because we felt like, you know, the Galaxy aren't really putting this ball in play to get the goals. Um, and then on top of that, having to deal with the officiating, there was one play where like, um, I want to say it was Grand Seer. I might have been wrong. Um, gets a clean look and he shoots it. And obviously their goalkeeper and credit to the Seattle goalkeeper. He was really doing good. He had like a, he had, he was really blocking everything. Seattle goalkeeper blocks it. And then the ref immediately calls it an offside. Like kind of like saying like, oh, like you were, you were going to be offside. Right. And it was like a second after the kick. And it just felt like, dude, like ref, if you're going to just call it offside from the beginning, call it offside from the beginning. Don't do it like after the kick was made. Because then it would have made it feel like, oh, if a goal would have happened, then it would have been disallowed. Um, so there's just a lot of things that were kind of frustrating. But at the same time, like you could tell there was like the, the the stadium got a little tense and it's because it's Seattle. And it's like this whole like feeling of like, man, like Seattle is just so good. They're very calculated. They definitely knew how to kill that time at the end. And even though the Galaxy did what they could, it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And now... Um, we'll see what happens with this team moving forward. Seattle's a top MLS team for a reason, right? They know how to play the MLS style to their favor. They know what these little tic-tac moves, right, with the with, with the refs, how to use yeah. the refs to their advantage. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like they didn't deserve the win. Don't get don't get me wrong. I'm saying they just know how to play the game to their favor, and that's what makes them so good. So more power to them. They 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 got a win that they fully deserve. But I also feel like to your point. The Galaxy also deserved a better result, at least a draw to your favor, because they were making chances. And as Galaxy fans, I think we could say from this is there's still potential, right? Even with this loss, didn't get the points, a point even. Yeah. So there's still there's still hope. There's still yeah. there's still there's still light at the end of this dark hole after this this you know yeah. this bad result. They had a couple of good shots on goal. I mean, overall to me, just from it being a three week break, it looked like the Galaxy are for sure going to the playoffs. Um it's just they might just not be the kind of team that might beat a Portland or Seattle in a playoff match. Um, but if it were to be, you know, Galaxy versus Earthquakes or Galaxy versus um, I don't know, any other team in the in the West that's not like the top three. I, they're going to be able to get through it. They're they're really talented. They they're they're pretty stacked, and and I think they got the strategy to do it to pull it off. But um, yeah, I think the 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 the, over, the overall thing is that obviously you're playing Seattle, and it's just you. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's like the best you're going to be playing in this whole season. So that's right, you know. And they're they're the measuring stick right now. Let's pretty be honest, much. right? That's yeah. what you want to you want to see how you stack up against the best MLS has to offer, and that's definitely Seattle at the moment for sure. So you want to see where you are. I mean, as we sit right now, toward the in the middle of June, the Galaxy are not there yet. Not to say that they can't get there at some point, right? Because what did Chicha say in his press conference is that they need time to gel. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I am seeing a lot on Galaxy Twitter, a lot of hate toward Kevin Cabral. What what were your takeaways from his performance uh, at this match? Um, to me, he still looks like the same player from the first match that he played. Um, it doesn't look like he's really connecting the way I think people were hoping to that he connect, like that he would click. Um, the way people were hoping he would click, um, especially being the new addition that's supposed to be anytime. Anytime you bring a new player in, the idea is that he's supposed to be kind of the solution to a certain issue, whether it's wings, whether it's, you know, center back, whatever. Um, and it just feels like 
it just feels like it's the same guy from the first match that's still learning how to play, like kind of still learning um, when he should already be in some sort of, like the chemistry should have been already somewhat built at this point. Um, so it just feels like he hasn't really moved the needle, which is why a lot of Galaxy fans are are getting frustrated with with his performance on the on the on the field. Uh, that's that's disappointing. And what about uh, Sega Kulabe? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, oh yeah, 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 I know who you're talking about. Um, the new center back uh, Sega Kulabale, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, the defense again. Two set piece goals. Um, the defense, for the most part, did a good job of really clearing the ball and getting that. And definitely, it did help to have that that center back back there to have an extra center back to help out. Um, I think Avani went with a four two 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 lineup this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he definitely felt like, yeah, like we're gonna have to uh, make sure our boxes are are taken care of. Um, but yeah, like I think, I think the defense, I would say, is a little bit better now. Um, but again, this is just one game and it's against the best team. So it's always hard to like measure it outside of one game. Um, so we'll see. I kind of feel like he has still some time to kind of really impress and to really um, do better. But uh, I can't say the same for Cabral right now. But I'm not hating on Cabral. I'm just saying like, I don't know what gel or what thing that Chicha was saying. What is he talking about in terms of like with the forwards? Because it's not really happening right now. Yeah, he's saying the entire team. Like he was talking, probably praising Seattle, right? While yeah. this team has been together for so long, that's why they're so good. Mm-hmm. And the Galaxy have players who are like just learning the MLS himself, only in his second season. Mm-hmm. So he's still learning the MLS, you know, style of play as well. So and and also uh, on the defensive front. Um, Obviously, Sega Kolobale uh, is new to the center back role, but Dan Steris goes down early in that game too. So that's when Nick Dupuis came in. And so now we're definitely lacking depth in the center back role. Obviously, Derek Williams still serving a a five-game suspension. Mm -hmm. So it's just Bond is going to have to keep being Bond. And we ask so much of him back there being the brick wall that he is, but it's just a matter of like, man, you got to help him. You got to give him some help back there. Yeah, yeah. I think for the most part, this is going to be a situation where it's just a matter of the scheduling favoring the Galaxy. Um, If they got some easy teams or, you know, nothing easy, but just some teams that, you know, you can put away, that would definitely help you. Um, As long as you're not playing Seattle in the next two, three weeks, (laughs) you're probably good. Oh, yeah. cool. They're playing against Seattle. Ne- they're playing in Seattle next week. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That, that would uh, suck. Geez. That would suck. No, they're actually a uh, midweek game. Their first uh, midweek game of the, of the season here. Uh, they're going to Vancouver in quotation marks. Uh, Canada still not open for the MLS teams yet. So uh, they're going to uh, Salt Lake City, Utah's home uh, stadium is host- is going to be the host for this Vancouver Whitecaps versus LA Galaxy match, 7.30's kickoff time, again on Spectrum. Um, and then they they come, they go up to San Jose for the Cali Clasico rematch. So it starts getting tough again. That's two games, that's what, three games in the course of one week, seven-day period. So I don't know if Stairs, what Stairs' uh, injuries are is going to look like, if he'll be able to suit up for that one. That Definitely, it's going to be... Um, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough trek. These next two games are gonna to be tough. That's the only good thing is that they have uh, a game in, in against Vancouver, which is not a team that's uh, lining up the standings right now. No, no. 
<laughs> so you kind of hope they can get well there. Uh, LA's other team was in action too. Full capacity stadium at the bank, right, D-Bot? Yeah, they were. They were They were alive over there. Um, all 32, game, 52 of them. All 32, 52. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were all there. Um, so this game, I actually was listening to it on the radio on the way back because this game was at 8. And that's kind of around the time the Galaxy game had it. I think the Galaxy game ended like at 8 806, 805. They gave seven minutes of extra time in the second half. But um I was able to listen to um uh the game on LAFC on the on the drive back from Carson all the way to downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Denholm, who's the play by play over there at the eleven ten AM. And I kind of just was kind of listening and watching the game through his announcing. And he does a really good job for being mm-hmm. one guy by himself doing it. He doesn't have a color guy. He's the both the play-by-play and color guy. Um, and he really can't. He really carries it really oh, well. Wow. It's like, why? It's like, man, like you're doing both jobs, and you don't even sound like you're stressed or anything. I think he really enjoys like talking like live soccer. But um, the LAFC versus Houston Dynamo match, for the most part, the first half was kind of flat. Oh oh, um, the the it was an oh oh half. The second half is kind of where the game started. LAFC uh, scored their first goal. Um, Cifuentes made it at the 50th minute. It was a corner. No, no, it wasn't a corner kick. It was a cross that went. I believe it was a corner kick. Um, it crossed over. Cifuentes was there. It like kind of landed on his chest, and then he just kicked it in. And then the crowd went wild. And then Houston, eight minutes later, countered back Maximiliano Uruti. Um also scored he uh just kind of just took a shot in the in the box and i did see the lafc's defender try to you know defend uh, try to like uh block it but it went over the guy's foot went inside the box um kind of a bit of a flub on the lafc's defense there uh they just didn't clear the ball but outside of that the rest of the game was kind of flat it just kind of went all the way to the end um it felt like it was a bit of a repeat of the last time lafc played houston at houston Mm-hmm. Um, so it all just right. it just felt like you watched the same match all over again. <laughs> LA LAFC putting out a rerun on their YouTube TV channel, then it sounds like, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and it, it, it's it was great, man. I saw a lot of uh social media posts by celebrities who were at this game yesterday, but they're like, Oh, we're happy soccer is back to full capacity. I'm like, oh, of course. Uh shields for LAFC, of course, a lot of social media uh posts being made. <laughs> That we're back shoulder to shoulder. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. En- yeah. Enjoy, man. Enjoy. I did chime in into uh, LAFC Twitter for a bit. Um, and they, they As you're kinda... want to do, man. You're a big star on that LA, uh, LAFC do, Twitter. Man. I feel like, a, you know, now that I'm a podcaster, I, I, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Um, the things you do for your show. Um, exactly. Uh, so I, uh, I got in and I mean, a lot of them were just frustrated given the 1-1 draw. They were just saying, this mm-hmm. is this is ridiculous. This was like, again, what I had said earlier. They said, A lot of them were saying the same thing. Like, this felt like you were watching the game, that match all over again from weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I think a lot of people are getting really frustrated with Bob Bradley as far Uh-oh. as like, the creativity, like the ideas. Um, some people were concerned about Vela. Like, they were like, is Vela still, like, does he still want to do this? Mm. Of course, Rossi. Rossi had a couple good shots. And, um, I mean, people are getting mad with Rossi and whether he's still, you know, especially because now Rossi's getting interest, supposedly. There's rumors that he's yeah. getting interest from European teams. So, um, you got that. Their their new acquisition was doing a lot better, though. Um, I know he came in, I believe, in the, uh, yeah, Kim Boon Hwan. 
Right. He came in on the 78th minute. So he played the last 20 minutes. And uh, he kind of, he, he did, definitely made a difference out there. And a lot of people felt that like he, he should be starting. Moon should be starting. And uh, that was that was pretty cool to see that um, there's a bit of optimism there with the roster. Because a lot of these guys on Twitter are like really, I don't know. I don't know if it's the, they're just kind of, they just feel that they, they feel that this team is, is getting stale to, in their eyes. Um, but uh, I guess the only thing that would change that is winning. And uh I don't know. I think that even the draws are starting to get to the to the fan base for the most part. Like it's it's starting to become like a oh okay, like whatever. They spoiled them too early <laughs> and now they're gonna get very fickle on them really fast. Which I mean I mean <laughs> I mean, this is me being a bit of a hater. But no, in all seriousness, man, that's the one thing I think you could say as from the outside observer looking into this fan base or sorry to this franchise as a whole is if you're worried about Vela and you're worried about losing Diego Rossi, which you might lose Diego Rossi soon, right? You, and you sell him, right? Make yeah. a big profit. Obviously, you can sign a bigger player afterwards because he's really good. He's really... And he should go to... A, let him go to a big European club and see what mm-hmm. he can do there. That'd be exciting to see. And if Vela really is losing interest, then, of course, you let him walk too. And you just... And then you see that they have good scouting to bring in good players right behind them in, in this free agent acquisition in uh, Moon One. So, I mean, I am always going to be worried about LAFC because of they, their their ability to scout more so than anything else. Mm-hmm. We get on them about the branding and like the whole fakeness of them and that's all obviously sports fans being sports fans and being dumb in all of our, in our hijinks. But, as far as like an actual sports fan who's watching games, they are a threat. And you have to see them as that because they have a good football club that they put out there onto the pitch. Yeah. So uh, you have to like keep an eye on them and see like they could they could still be worrisome. No matter, even if they lose a Carlos Vela, even if they lose a Diego Rossi, they, they'll find somebody else. Yeah, and it seems like they're going to um, also be leveraging their Las Vegas um minor team club um i'm seeing that they are sending players from their roster to them to go play over there in the usl which again helps develop and i think if they start utilizing that more and if they're smart about it like if they kind of do have like a good farm system going in vegas then obviously that's that's always another batch of of players you can pick from outside of the outside signings so so lafc after this match this draw with houston dynamo they also have a midweek game uh, against FC Dallas, uh, in which they, I believe they are hosting FC Dallas Bank of California Stadium. Full capacity again for that one midweek. I'm sure you'll probably, uh, if you're there in the 3252 yelling and screaming, you might see our own Sonny Mono out there at some point. I'm sure he might be out there midweek cheering on the black and gold. And they got uh, Sporting Kansas City uh, and on that following Saturday. So again, this MLS schedule is ramping up now, making up for the international break that they gave the teams. So we're getting some midweek games, right, D-Bot? Yeah, we are. And uh, I, and I know with midweek, it's always interesting because this is where you start to see like who has the better depth um, because it's not even just the fact that they're playing Wednesday. There's like a Sunday or Saturday game coming for some of these teams, like literally like right after. I think the I think both teams have a Sunday game. Uh, or no, mm-hmm. LAFC has a Saturday, Saturday game. Both have Saturday games. Oh, both have Saturday games. So yeah, it's it's a quick turnaround. So this is where the depth comes in and we'll see who's who's made of what, you know? So. Oh, yes. Yes, we will. Current Golden Boot Race uh, 
because you guys are always worried about this, I'm sure. Chicharito <laughs> and Rudy is now tied at seven. Eesh. They are now tied at seven. Chicha, where are you? Oh, You're our yeah. only hope. Yeah. We need you to, we need <laughs> to get back on the score sheet. I think it's been about three games now where he hasn't scored. Yeah, I think so. I think it's so. Been, it's been a minute, Chicha. We're, we're looking for you. We're going to put you on the side of a milk carton real soon. Get you back <laughs> on that score sheet, man. Uh, but that's going to be it for us this week. We'll recap next week about uh, all these games that are coming up for our LA teams, the Galaxy and LAFC. We'll also recap that uh, NLDS rematch between the Dodgers and Padres for you next week. But that's it for us this week. See ya. Later. Later.